You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 67 of Aging Starts Now. I'm Barbara McGinnis, certified elder law attorney and partner here at Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law. Joining me today is fellow partner and certified elder law attorney, Tim Takis. Today, we're discussing the importance of disclosing everything to your attorney. Tim, this seems to be a really big um, issue sometimes. I yes, mean, it is. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody doesn't do this. A lot of folks come in and they just te- fully transparent. Sometimes folks come in and, and they don't really tell us everything for whatever reason. Maybe they're trying to uh, just play things close to the vest, but maybe they don't think it's important. And sometimes it can be really important not disclosing all gifts, assets, or potential heirs. Can you think of any times where this has really come back to impact a client that you've helped? Well, I can think of a couple of occasions, at least one specifically, where we had a client that um, did not tell us that they had a disabled child or a disabled sibling or something. And, and that can be important for particularly for Medicaid planning. Right. Because for, um, you know, under, under Medicaid rules, transfers to disabled children are not disqualifying. You know, and so you don't know sometimes why they don't tell you that because we, we have, we asked that question on our workbook. Um, We've had people that say, well, you know, I, you know, yeah, the, my brother is disabled, but we're not going to give him anything because he won't use it for mom or something like that. But that's a different issue. Right, right. That, that's at least disclosure so we can plan around exactly. that. I think one of the um, difficult things that I've run into or problematic things I've run into is people that forget to disclose deceased children or deceased siblings, um, because, you know, you and I both know a lot of times the folks that come in and and want to plan for the elder is not the elder. It's the children of the elder that come in and ask for assistance with with planning. And as they're filling out or disclosing information to us, if they don't tell us about pre-deceased siblings, um, children of the client that have uh, predeceased the client, that's really sort of a big deal because yes, those child, the children of those children have a stake in this and could impact how we plan. Right. And definitely need to be um, at least mentioned, disclosed, so we know how to uh, work with that. And sometimes not disclosing all assets. Now, it's different if you don't know about an asset and you discover an asset later on, like mom and dad didn't tell you about some life insurance and you find it or you you didn't, didn't know about it until all of a sudden you got tax, end of year tax bills in the mail or tax statements in the mail. That That's different. Right. 
It's when mm-hmm. you know you have some assets and you don't share that with us that can have an impact on a plan. Yeah. And I don't know why, you know, sometimes when I think about that, you know, from time to time when I see it happens, you kind of wonder why people don't do that. Um, you know, I remember years ago, I had a family that came in of like three or three brothers and they were coming in to plan for daddy and, you know, and it really was suspicious from the get-go because there was limited assets that were on the workbook, you know, and I had to kind of pull it out of them. You know, did you, you know, did dad have a house? Well, yeah, he had a house. Well, what did he do with the house? Well, he sold it. Well, what did he do with the money? Well, he put it into a bank account. Well, you know, you kind of have to start pulling that out. And after a while, I just kind of gave up and told him to hit the door. Right. You know, those are easy ones because, you know, I've, I've often said is, is that, you know, if people will not tell the truth, you know, disclose everything, you know, to, to, to the lawyer, that means they're not going to disclose everything to TenCare either. You know, right. and those are, those are people that we really don't need to be in the office. But that's, of course, not what we're, that's not what we're seeing here. You know, obviously we're seeing people that are telling us that, okay, we have a workbook that says, okay, name your children. Well, you know, I had, believe it or not, I had one just like a couple weeks ago where, you know, the, the, uh, the client and her son came in and they filled the workbook out, you know, and then just named the son. You know, and then, you know, when, you know, during the course of our 45 minute or hour conference, about 30 minutes in, you know, it came out that, you know, that the mom, you know, the client, you know, her, her husband died, you know, and her son died, you know, at, at, you know, within the, like within a year. And I'm going, what do you mean your son? Yeah. You know, you know, that person is not listed here. Now, fortunately, in that case, um, you know, there, you know, I ask us as well, did the son, was the son married? No, he was never married. Did he have children? No, he had no children, you know, but all those sorts of things that if the answers were else otherwise, you know, but even then, you know, you probably, you know, in in that case, uh, even for estate planning purposes, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. You know, if that client dies, you know, and if it only lists that one child, well, um, you know, what, what, what if somebody came out of the woodwork? You know, what if a family member challenged it because, well, she, she had another child. Why didn't she list that person? So she must have, if you forget your children, you know, then you're clearly not capable or have capacity to sign a will. Is that right? Right. So and all sorts of things can come come into play there. Exactly. And just like um, missing assets, missing assets can be important if we're talking about funding a trust and you mm-hmm. forget to tell us about real estate that you that you have uh, somewhere else, then you could have missed out an opportunity. Not knowing whether or not you're, uh, and people lose money all the time. It's amazing. Oh, they totally forgot about this $100,000 account over here with this financial advisor. And we, we just forgot to plan with it. There's, you know, not a mm-hmm. not an appropriate beneficiary on it, not beneficiary at all. So it impacts trust funding, 
It impacts estate planning. It really can cause um, you to not meet your goals of the estate plan or asset protection plan if you do not fully disclose all of the children, disabled, deceased, estranged, step. um, You know, stepchildren have, have... maybe not have any right to inherit from a, a person, but still being able to name who are these folks uh-huh. in your lives and whether or not they do have a claim on property. Let, let's let the attorney sort through that and, right. and advise. And, and, and I think probably a good way of thinking about that, I mean, at least from our perspective as the attorneys, is that you know we want those names you know, we're not going to judge if you don't like that child or you wish they were dead or, you know, you want to disinherit them or for what other reason. That's not the, that's not really what we're, yeah, that's not what, what our job is. Our, you know, our job is to make sure you have a, you know, an estate plan that met, that passes muster, you know, and that when you have passed away, uh, if that's certainly what we're planning for, you know, that your heirs get what they're supposed to get. Do you think people withhold information sometimes like about the, the extended family or estranged family because they think that we're going to go out and contact these people and update them about information? Do you think they think that? Oh, you know, it's it's fun. I, I really don't know. I mean, it's maybe they think that or maybe they think that the you know, that anybody that they name somehow has to consent, you know, to be listed or not listed. I mean, obviously, you know, that, I mean, you know, I've had people come in here and tell me that, um, you know, that they'll say, they'll say stuff like, um, well, if you die without a will, then the state gets a child share. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you've probably heard that too. too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going, it's, oh my gosh, where does that come from? You know, also, you know, or that, you know, you have to, you know, that you have to name a child, you know, you, you know, you have to give the child something, even if you don't want to, you know, so you have, you know, I've seen wills where the lawyers will draft it and they'll give, you know, like a, you know, their, their, their idea of disinheriting that child is to leave them a dollar, um, you know, and, you know, and I, I call that like curbside law because basically, I mean, you know, we've had this, you know, in this, in the office, we've had this conversation many times. If you, if you, if you name someone as a beneficiary, even a dollar, you know, then they become a beneficiary of the estate and they can, they are, in, they have a right to cause trouble. Yes. They have a, a different standing than if they were just an heir at law named. Right. Right. Or, or if you just, you know, because if you basically say, you know, I have three children and I'm leaving two, my, these two children, you know, my ex, you know, my estate and I'm not leaving this child anything, at least you've named them, but they're not a beneficiary of the estate. Which speaks to capacity and is one of those little mm-hmm. markers that as attorneys, we look for to make sure someone has testamentary capacity right? because not naming a child, whether it's a deceased child or an estranged child, not naming that could lend to someone interpreting it as a lack of testamentary capacity, because you do have to be able to, to identify who your family is, right. whether you leave them anything or not. Um, have you ever seen it have cause a will to be just thrown out? 
because they didn't name their children? Like if you're probating a will and it didn't name all of the children, has it ever been just thrown out? Fortunately, I have not. But I could see where that could be. Uh, you know, if it was challenged, it could absolutely. certainly happen. Yeah. Yes. If it mm-hmm. was challenged, it could certainly happen. Sure. And then you might revert to, the court may have to revert, revert to either a prior will that did include children, all the children receiving, or laws of intestate succession. So it right. may foil your plan for your estate if you don't do that. Yes. And just because you you don't disclose all of your assets, I'm going to switch gears here because we do a lot of government p- uh, benefit planning mm-hmm. here too. And TenCare, there are rules and how we can protect assets, but non-disclosure of assets is not one of those rules. And it's something that, you know, you said people that are just too hard to work with or too shady or whatever we have chosen not to represent – but not disclosing an asset, you really haven't got one over on the government. You mm-hmm. are committing Medicaid fraud, basically, if you right. do it intentionally. You intentionally mm-hmm. do not disclose an asset. Right. So that's yeah. not clever. That's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had that come up for at least the, the sort of the flip side of that is, is we've had people that would that have unintentionally and let, let's say they, you know, they find an asset later. Yeah. You know, that's come up, you know, and, and you know, in some cases, you know, we feel that we need to notify TenCare if it would matter. You know, because it could. Yes, absolutely it could. So the takeaway from today's um, conversation is don't hesitate to fully disclose information to your attorney. Uh, We do have duties of confidentiality and we are going to um, help you put together a plan that meets your intended goals. And we need to have all the information to be able to do that. Right. You know, and, you know, and, and, and indeed part of that as well is, is that, um, you know, our job is to make sure that we accomplish what your goals are. And if you don't disclose, don't assume that uh, you're, you know, that 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 is that that's okay. You know, because uh, it, it may frustrate your goals in the long run. In the long right. run, yeah. All right. Anything else? I think that's it. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Take Us McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there, free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. 
we would love your feedback on the show. Aging starts now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 